Good evening, aspiring historians. I'm Hadley. And I'm Grace, and this episode of the Daily Mail is all about the temperance movement. This was a moral movement that took place within the 19th and 20th centuries. Supporters of this movement believed that alcoholic beverages were the source of all of America's problems. They were thought to be considered immoral and all-around cause chaos. This all began in the early 1800s when settlements became towns and towns produced pubs. Pubs were a place for men to enjoy their time together all day drinking when they were not working. Drinking all day led to overconsumption of alcohol and caused men to become a danger to their wives and families. This was one of the main motivations behind the push to prohibit alcohol, as families felt unsafe with their husbands' unpredictable actions. The little action happened to reform alcoholism in the beginning of the temperance movement in 1919. Congress added the 18th Amendment to the Bill of Rights that was put into place in 1920. The amendment prohibits the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors in order to reduce crime and improve family relations. Another push for a limitation of alcohol was because in 1914, the United States Navy banned the consumption of alcohol. Prohibitionists saw this as a patriotic sacrifice and followed suit. There was a push to close the nation's saloons, where most people spent their time drinking as they gave alcoholics a place to drink all day and not think about the consequences. The people responsible for the growth of pubs and saloons were now coming out and sharing their stories about how alcohol ruined their lives, increasing the demand for these facilities to close. The main group responsible for bringing about these changes was the Women's Christian Temperance Union. Led by Frances Williard, the union created an educational campaign for the dangers of alcohol to be taught throughout the nation's classrooms. To back them up was the Anti-Saloon League that brought together prohibition ideas and religious values in order to raise awareness for the dangers of alcohol and to hopefully make a change in the future. Religion was a popular outlet for members of the Anti-Saloon League to obtain new members, but it also became a scapegoat for alcohol lovers to drink. An example of this would be the red wine used in Catholic masses. Another way people got around the law was to go to their doctors and have them prescribe them medicinal alcohol so that technically it was not illegal. This prescription gave the patients around one pint every 10 days. Though bootlegging or the act of making, distributing, and selling was a common practice done during this period because of the people's desires to consume alcohol, it was quite unexpected that the United States Congress had a personal bootlegger to transport alcohol to the federal offices throughout the capital. The bootlegger, George Cassidy, was recognized widely by the police of Washington, D.C. because of the emerald green hat he always wore. The police never questioned who he was or why he carried large suitcases of alcohol into the buildings, and it is believed that he was granted access by those on Capitol Hill with high power. He continued his business even after he was arrested five years into it by changing the people and places in which he delivered the alcohol. George Cassidy's business continued for another five years until police had heard rumors of his lucrative acts and raided his house searching for any alcohol he may possess. Police found 266 quarts of liquor in his home, which equivalates to 66 and a half gallons, and Cassidy agreed to stop bootlegging. It was never known which political figures had alcohol delivered to them, as Cassidy's second wife destroyed his log of customers and their purchases. All we know is that around 80% of Congress were loyal supporters of his business. The temperance movement was getting old for the 20th century Americans and is thought to have caused unhealthy drinking habits throughout the 1920s when there was no standard for quantity control. Bootleggers may have been making money during this time, but the nation's economy was dwindling with the loss of this major industry. 
Prohibition had many negative effects in addition to the economy and overconsumption. Instead of the predicted decrease of criminal activity, bootlegging was profitable for the Mafia and increased the amount of inner-city crimes. One positive effect of the temperance movement was that the overall amount of consumed alcohol did decrease as promised, and as a direct result, the educational capacity of adolescents during this time saw a dramatic increase when they were later studied as adults. Eventually, the 18th Amendment was abolished in 1933 by President Theodore Roosevelt. This was due to the fact that it was too difficult to enforce among the people because they didn't believe in the same principles that had started prohibition. The 21st Amendment was then put into place and put an official end to prohibition.